Hey, and welcome back to the second episode of Heather Steele and Chloe Stevens' 30 and Thriving podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how to enjoy your life single or if you aren't single, how to become the best version of yourself, which will probably lead to you having better relationships anyway. Definitely. Yeah. So um, we decided to go along with this topic because we're both very single. (laughs) (laughs) Emphasis on the very. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We are very single and actually loving it, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so I think we both wanted to talk about this subject because it is quite dear to our hearts and it's been a journey. I'm not going to say it's always been Mm -hmm. easy, um, but I think it is something that we are pretty damn good at. And so that's why we wanted to talk about it today. So I'm not going to lie. I used to be embarrassed to tell people that I have been single now for about nine years. And, you know, I've had flings here and there, but I can't say I've had a substantial relationship since I was my me and my ex finished um, when I was about 21 or 22, I think, and I'm 31 this week. So it's been a long time. Um, I'm not embarrassed of that anymore. I used to be really embarrassed and think people would think I'm some sort of psycho or some sort of weird person. Um, But now I kind of embrace it. Like um, it was, but it was definitely a journey for me to get to this point. And I would say it's only been the last year, year and a half where I've owned it. The fact that I've been Mm -hmm. single for so long. Um, And I've learned a lot about myself. So that's my, I've got nine years to talk to you about. So we might be here a while. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, well, let's just say it's been quite a while since I've been flung. <laughs> I mean, you've enjoyed your flings. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I haven't really even had a flur. To be honest. <laughs> 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 you know, whether you want to use that flirt as a fling, a flung, or a flutter, it's been a while. Um, I mean, for myself personally, I've been single about a, a year now, mm-hmm. kind of on and off, but which doesn't sound like a long time. And it takes a long time, as Chloe said, to actually be comfortable being single. Um, but actually, I had a very, uh, let's say, turbulent relationship um, over the last kind of three years with, with being single um, for a year. Um, and actually, it it was only because I understood that I think sometimes we can pressure ourselves to be in that relationship and we have to, we think to ourselves, we have to make it work. Even when we're unhappy, we have to make it work because I'm in this relationship. And as Chloe said, you know, we sometimes think to ourselves, it can be embarrassing to be single or to have to end a relationship because we kind of, you know, knuckle down and and stay strong and say, no, I'm going to make this work. Mm. Um, And actually having the strength to leave and understand your worth, um, is so much more powerful for yourself and in not any way embarrassing in any way, shape or form to be able to be having that awareness of your own kind of wellness and your own worth um, and having the strength to leave something as well that you're not potentially happy in as well. Because I think a lot of people don't like to leave because they think, oh, I'm going to be single again. Mm-hmm. And actually being single is a beautiful, beautiful time in your life yeah. where you learn about yourself. And I remember years and years ago, going back to my kind of early 20s, Mm. I would find it really difficult to spend an evening on my own, Mm. like those cold winter nights. (laughs) You know, it would be really challenging. And I think that there's so many women out there that feel like they must be doing something. They can't 
be sitting in on their own. And I'm a very big believer in actually that time you spend on your own learning to love yourself is where you truly become the best version of yourself. And until you become the best version of yourself, we shouldn't necessarily be offering ourselves to anyone else. Literally preach that for sure. Um, I remember actually like in my mid twenties, me and my friend at the time who has had her fairy tale ending now, which I'm so happy for her for, but she, we used to say our oh, sad Sundays because that was the day where we felt really miserable mm-hmm. about being single and we kind of feel like depressed and stuff. Now, I cannot get enough time on my own. I yeah. love it. I'm like, solitude Sundays are the thing for me. I love being on my own. But that wasn't until, like, you know, I used to feel every second of every day ram 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 nexting 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 because Mm -hmm. I hated sitting with myself in my own thoughts because all I thought in my head is why are you single what's wrong with you why are you unlovable you need to sort yourself out all of your friends are in relationships having babies there's something wrong with you and it wasn't until I had life coaching about a year and a half ago now she changed my mindset about being by myself and I have like I now can't get enough time on my own like I love being by myself and I don't allow those thoughts to dictate my whole life and I'm so you know happy by myself but yeah completely agree work to get there because Mm -hmm. I was horrible to myself in my head about the fact that I hadn't met the right person and that was obviously something that I was doing wrong and a problem with me and you know you really have to question those thoughts you know when you when they come in and think is it true where's the evidence for that you know I've had guys come in and out of my life and and that's okay none of them have been good enough for me and I'm happy with that Mm -hmm. because I know that I will at one point hopefully (laughs) meet the right guy and if I don't I am damn happy by myself and that is okay yeah completely agree and I think when you say you know you would look at yourself and say you know why can't I find someone what's wrong with me and all of those kind of thoughts and feelings that pressure that we put on ourselves actually then leads us to attract the wrong men. Um, I remember when I had those feelings, I always then managed to attract the absolute dickheads, right? The the ones that would slide into the Tinder DMs (laughs) on a Sunday night. Yeah. (laughs) This is before the age of super lights and all of that kind of stuff. They would slide into the the Tinder DMs on a Sunday night because actually they were at home feeling the same kind of way mm-hmm. because they hadn't done that work on them themselves. Yeah. And you, because you're having such those negative thoughts and th- feelings about yourself, that little bit of attention you then take and you run with, and it's almost like you're just repeating the cycle over and yeah. over again of kind of self-loathing, questioning why you're not good enough, then going for a map, you know, you're putting that energy out there with your thoughts and feelings. So then you attract the kind of guy, I'm not even going to say man, (laughs) you attract the kind of, they're not men, you attract the kind of guy that's going to be able to almost prey on those thoughts and feelings. And then the cycle continues again. And then those kind of self-loathing feelings that you are already giving yourself become even more heightened when shit hits Mm -hmm, the fan again. mm And I think that pressure that we put on ourselves to be able to do that before we do the work, as you say, to make us, you know, we need to do the work, first of all, to stop that self-loathing and understand that actually we're really, really amazing women on our own. And that pressure we put on ourselves, when you then add that 
to the pressure that you get from everyone else around you and society it just really emphasizes those feelings as well so like for me all of my close friends they're in relationships they've got babies they're married and I could not be happier for them because it means that I have so many you know best friends that I've now got an additional best friend because they're married and they've all had babies and I get to have all you know I say nieces and nephews I know they're not blood related but you know I am auntie Mm. Hess and I will always be auntie Hess to them and that can be unless you've done the work on yourself like we're saying that can be really hard to almost watch that unfold and then you get those feelings of being left behind and then when you get those feelings of being left behind you try to unnaturally speed things mm-hmm. up by getting involved with people because you feel like you have to. 100%, yeah. And I think you're right about like the societal pressure. Like I felt so much, I used to feel so much pressure, even from my family. Like, you know, yeah. they'd say things, like I live with my best friend and her son, which is a bit of a strange setup for people to wrap their head around. And my, my family would say things to me like, it's okay if you want to tell us that you're a lesbian. And I used to think, you know what, what? actually, if I was, great for me, but you would not be the first person I would be talking to this about. I'd probably talk to my mum first. So thank you. But, you know, keep your opinions to yourself. Just because I'm single and I don't need to be validated by a man, it doesn't mean that you can question my sexuality. Yeah, completely. And and even now, like, you know, my grandparents are like, oh, I really hope you find someone. And and, and no, 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 it comes from a good place. And they're from a different time. Mm. But I have to say to them, if I don't, I'm really happy. Thank you. You know, I really appreciate and I know you're wishing me well. And I really hope that I meet someone too. But I'm okay if I don't. And I think, you know, we were saying this, weren't we? Like, people, I think people have an opinion of us that we're some sort of man-hating women. And we are not yeah. at all. Like, I, I, I have some amazing males in my life that I think, wow, you're mm-hmm. an incredible man and I'm not a man-hater. But you know, at the same time, I'm going to wait for the right person and I'll be happy if that doesn't happen too. I don't need that validation from a male. Yeah, completely. I think sometimes when, especially when then you've got family and friends saying that as well, it gives you that pressure even more to feel like you need to settle for something that you don't necessarily Mm. want, but you feel like you have to settle. Like I remember, um, like years ago um so whenever you'd go out for family meals and stuff like that it was always you know my mum my dad my brother his wife and then <laughs> me so obviously it was always an uneven table yeah. seating like when you go out for dinner and so there'd always be a spare chair <laughs> yeah <laughs> so of course the jokes yeah, would yeah. come out with yeah. me and then like when they're like oh you know do you want a drink they'd look at the spare chair and be like oh do you want a drink oh no hang on you're not there yet <laughs> And like, luckily for me, because I am so secure in myself, you know, I can take a joke about it and, and everything like that. But if you haven't done that work on yourself, that is going to make you feel mentally even more like you need to find someone and you need to settle yeah. down. Um, and actually, you shouldn't have to settle unless you're truly, truly yeah. happy. And I still believe, and I like a lot of people say to me, like, oh, you know, come back down to earth. There's no such thing as the fairy tale. 
I absolutely believe in the fairy tale and I will not stop until I find the fairy tale. I agree with you. And I think as we, as I said, like people, people think that we are like these like sort of man hating, man eating women just because we aren't in relationships and we don't want the fairy tale, but we do, you know? And definitely. the the thing is, I, I am not willing to compromise on something that doesn't add something to my life. I, I mm-hmm. you know I want a fairy tale ending as most women do you know but I'll also be fine if it doesn't happen yeah definitely and I think that that's really important as well is that I think when you're out there looking for a significant other it's not about finding someone to complete mm-hmm. you or make mm-hmm. you whole because actually you can be very complete and very whole on your yeah. own and I think that we need to kind of remove that thought process of I need someone to complete my life and I know that you and I talk about this a lot and that actually that thought process should be I'm whole Mm -hmm. on my own I'd love someone to be able to come along and compliment the amazing life that I have built for myself and I truly believe like as I've become older as well that that's the fairy tale you know yeah of course as females we still have that fairy tale of him you know riding in (laughs) on the white horse and holding the bunch of flowers and you know it's like that scene from pretty woman where he you know she he comes to the fire escape yeah. and stuff like that i get it to film we can all dream and also i don't necessarily want to be a hooker <laughs> to try and find that fairy tale <laughs> but you know we can all have the fairy tale whatever that looks like for you and for me the fairy tale is to find another guy who is emotionally secure because I think there's a lot of guys out there that Mm -hmm. aren't emotionally secure because they haven't done the work because they're getting the same thoughts and feelings that women do from being single as well. So the fairy tale for me is to find that guy that is emotionally secure, has his own shit together and his own stuff going on. And then you come together and you just compliment each other's life and and respect each other's space and then end up building something beautiful Mm -hmm. together. And there is no, like, I will never compromise on like my, I won't say old fashioned values because I'm not old fashioned in that sense because obviously I'm a career woman and I'm very, very strong in that sense. So I don't mean old fashioned as in a woman must stay home and cook and clean because that is absolutely against (laughs) my values. Um, But when I say, you know, um, the kind of that old fashioned thing around I want a man to come and sweep me off my feet. I don't want to have to put in all the legwork. I don't want it to feel like I need to plan my next move or, oh, he's messaged me, right, okay, I'm not. I'm going to wait 15 minutes to reply. Like, who can be bothered with all of that kind of bullshit? Do you know what I mean? Like, let's just be real. And then when you are together and you're complimenting each other's life, that's when the big big C word comes in. And, of course, when I say the C word, I mean, mm, compromise. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally agree with everything you've just said. And I think, yeah, I think when you say like doing the work, I think that can be quite a, like a broad brush stroke statement. And I, and I'll, I would probably mm. go into a bit more detail by what we mean by that. And for me, like, doing the work is questioning my beliefs and questioning the mm-hmm. thoughts that I've had for such a long time and thinking, is it true? You know, all those times that I've sat and I've got upset and I've thought, why, why, why is everyone else meeting people and I'm not? What's wrong with me? It's when I've actually sat and thought, 
and question those thoughts. There's nothing wrong with me. Yeah, I've been single for nine years, but that has just been circumstantial. And, you know, as a person, I know there's nothing wrong with me. So it's questioning those beliefs that you have. And for me, you know, I think you said, like, I'm whole and complete by myself. And that is one of my affirmations. Mm. And I say that over and over again. Like, I'm whole, I put my hand on my chest and say, I'm whole and complete by myself. I don't need someone to validate me. Obviously, I want to meet someone but that what is that's what I mean by doing the work and learning to love myself like learning to spend time on my own so that I know that I uh, I know myself 100% you know also I think for me doing the work is learning to recognize red flags with guys oh I love a red flag you know, I used to so <laughs> blindly you know they, they could be waving that red flag in front of my face and I would block oh, it out we could be in matador and I'd be like oh there's no red flag like <laughs> do you know like oh I could I like now I sit here and I think Chloe you silly human <laughs> I know how could you not see that like and so I think you know that's part of doing the work is you know you have an intuition trust it trust your intuition because it will not lead you astray yeah completely agree and I think like you say you know being more specific around doing mm. the work morning affirmations I think mm -hmm. is so important so I I always go with I am mm. complete and whole I am a strong mm. woman and I think that that strong woman one is, is very important because you know I think it's so important for every woman to be able to feel mm. strong whether and that's not whether you're on your own or single or whether you're you know it's, when you're in a relationship mm. as well you deserve to look in the mirror every morning and tell yourself that you are a strong mm. woman because you know mm. you are mentally and physically mm. as well I think every woman out there has strength and we need to remind ourselves of that. Yeah, and and it, whether and you're then, single or in a relationship, you know, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. you, you should still feel like that. You should feel worthy. You should feel that you are completely valid in that relationship or not. You are a strong woman. Yeah. You know, you are whole and complete by yourself. Even if you're in a relationship, like I'm, I'm not just speaking to women who are single, like you should feel like that in your relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think another part of, for me, when I was single and I was doing the work, I wanted to learn to date oh my myself. Yes. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. So I would plan like an evening. So if I was having yeah. an evening in, which when you hadn't done the work was a very yeah. hard place to be because you'd have those yeah. thoughts and feelings. So I would date myself. I'd plan myself yeah. a nice dinner. I'd have yeah. a nice bath. I'd put a film on, maybe light a few candles and I would have an evening in with myself, but I would make the yeah. effort for it. Like not sit there in, you know, like non-showered in a hoodie and trackies, feeling down on myself. I would make an effort to go out on a date with myself and yeah, have that yeah, yeah. evening in. Or go to the cinema yeah. by yourself. I mean, even more so now that we're in a <laughs> pandemic, go to the cinema by yourself. You haven't even got to sit yeah. next to someone. Happy days, Good. right? Yeah. Going out for dinner yeah. by yourself yeah. as well. I mean, that is huge, being able to go out for dinner yeah. by yourself. Um, and that, for me, made me feel so much more confident. And when you've got that time alone on yourself and you're mm -hmm. dating yourself, that's when I really learned, you know what? Someone would be really, really lucky and blessed mm -hmm. to be in my <laughs> yeah. company right now because 
I am a great person. And until you do those things and start developing those thoughts and feelings, you're always going to have the what's wrong with me mindset. And I think even when you're in a relationship, you know, to be able to still date yourself Mm -hmm. on some occasions, like if your Mm -hmm. partner's going out or Mm -hmm. they're working, plan yourself a little date with yourself that evening, cook yourself a nice meal, get yourself a little deep fried, deep baked camembert and some (laughs) nice bread. Treat your bloody self now. I do exactly the same thing. I absolutely love it. Like to, to the point where I'll put nice underwear on for myself. Like a matching yeah, set. I'll I'll go for dinner by myself. I'll make my bedroom like beautiful. I'll light candles. I'll spend time mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm. what? This is so funny. Even yesterday, it was Black Friday, right? And I was like, hmm, what am I what it's my birthday next week? And I was like, Okay. Uh I found myself on like my favorite wine website and um they had a box of wine nice. and it came. So I was like, right, I'm buying the box of wine because it's on Black Friday and it's my favorite wine. And it said, Is this a gift and I was like yes it's a gift and I wrote myself a card I was like love it happy birthday love Chloe (laughs) so yeah date yourself like put some nice underwear on do your makeup do your hair take yourself out for dinner take yourself to the cinema Mm -hmm. be like just fill yourself up with you (laughs) yeah completely and then I think there's things as well that we've done like especially over um lockdown one around doing that work on yourself as well like the phoneless walks that you started have a huge huge Mm -hmm. impact on being alone with yourself as well because even on a walk when you've got your phone with you and you're listening to music so even if you were to put that on do not disturb so you're not actually texting or doing social media or anything but you've got music on when you've got that music on you're still not alone with your thoughts so to go on a walk with no phone and no music, I mean, I remember I would leave the house and the first kind of mile of my walk, my brain would just be like tick, 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 tick with all of these things that I was thinking and feeling. And then by the time I got into it and by the time I was home, I my mind was just free and felt so much Agreed. more calm and positive yeah, yeah. I have about had everything. That every day. Like I've, I've noticed so much that... I perform better as a human if I have some solitude at some time of the day. Like, even if I get up and go for a walk or I meditate or I journal, I have to have that time with myself. Otherwise, I am not the best version of myself. And I think journaling is another great thing. You do feel very emotional and you feel like you've got to let something go. Writing it down on a piece of paper or, you know, writing down how you're feeling can, I think, be a really important process. Yeah, completely. And I think a lot of people, I mean, the word journaling, I think, is spoken about a lot more over the last kind of year than what it ever has done before. And I think there's a lot of people out there that think, you know, where do I start with journaling? Like, what do I do? And as Chloe said, like, you can absolutely have that blank piece of paper. Mm. But if Mm. you need a little bit more structure and guidance, because you don't know what you're doing, there's so many good journals out there now that can guide you through that journaling process. Um, I mean, I I use a website called um, CDG, I think it's called. It's either Mm. CDG or CGD, can't remember. and they have really, really great journals based on yeah. kind of what you want from an objective of the journal as well. So Black Friday sale, again, I treated myself to mm-hmm. a journal which is about stressing less. 
and it takes you through the journey of being able to manage your stress Mm. and your kind of anxiety levels just to give you that bit of mindfulness and I think you know I I, you know like like we've said you know I do have a, a kind of a stressful career so to be able to take that time out sometimes and use that journal to be able to do those things really helps with not just releasing the stress but that self-worth part of it as well like if you've had a bad day you can sit down you can journal and realize that actually you are just being the best version of you and that's so much more important than going home feeling shit instead it's about going home and 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 being able to write those things down and realizing actually do you know what I'm doing the best I can and I'm doing a bloody good job at it like oh I feel shit I want I want to be in a relationship and you go on tinder you put that vibe out straight away like fulfill me validate me me, when actually if you can you know get yourself dressed up or you know make an effort for you you're validating yourself and I mean talking about tinder a bit more and Mm -hmm. like dating apps I I personally have really I've splitted with them for I for all of my 20s and then last year I was like I hate this why am I doing it Like, why am I doing it? Mm -hmm. I don't want to have small talk with some random stranger and just look at their pictures. You know, personal preference, it's not for me. I've tried it. And I believe that I will bump into someone or meet someone through some other avenue. It's just not for me. I don't don't enjoy it. That's not to say it's wrong. But for me, I just felt so much pressure to be on these apps and talking to these men. And and actually, I didn't get any joy from it. And I actually had to step back and say, does this bring you joy, Chloe? Does this make you feel good about yourself? Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't, that's okay. And I think I kind of thought the only way I'm ever going to meet someone is Tinder. And I don't believe that's true, if I'm honest. Like, I truly believe that I'll, if I'm supposed to bump mm-hmm. into the right guy, I will. And I don't have to talk to someone on there. And for me, like, even dating, I don't really enjoy it that much. I'm not going to lie. Like, and I don't feel like I need to be sleeping with loads of different guys it's just not who I am as a person and if you are that person and you enjoy dating and having sex with different men that's great more power to you but for me like my exclusivity is the prize and I won't just sleep with different men because it it doesn't fulfill me in any way Mm -hmm. yeah I think the dating app thing is hard because I think as well when you're putting that energy out there of, you know, wanting to, to, to fill a, a, I was going to say to fill a hole, but then that doesn't sound, <laughs> doesn't sound right when you were just talking about sleeping with men, uh, to, <laughs> to fill the emotional hole. Um, you know, when you're putting that energy out there, it's, yeah. that's the energy that you're going to get back as well, like I was saying earlier. And I think, you know, once you put that positive energy out there, and like, you know, big believer of law of attraction, once you put that positive energy out there that you are a prize and your exclusivity is a prize, that's when you will meet someone without the use of a dating yeah, app and when even you if kind you of least expect it, app, you know? That's cool. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not against them. And loads of my friends have met really amazing men on there. And I think that's fantastic. It's just personally not for me. I don't, I don't enjoy it. But, you know, even, but when you have that, like, when you can validate yourself and you feel good in yourself and you go on there and you see it as just like, you know, you don't need that guy to double tap you or, or swipe whatever direction you do to make you feel good about yourself. It's a completely different energy that you're bringing to it. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. sit here and make any secrets of it. Like I am on the dating apps. And I remember like I downloaded Tinder and I mm. deleted it within an hour of downloading it. And I texted my friend and was like, oh my God, no, mm. this is absolutely horrific. I can't do this. Just because of the, it wasn't the, you know, it was the energy mm. that I could feel from other people that they were putting out there. And I'm like, number one, what I find that I really struggle with is you're yes. judging someone based on how they look. Um, and that to me is yeah. you're starting off on the wrong foot completely because you're judging someone by they look and actually not the, when we talk about someone coming into your life and complimenting your life already, yeah. that's not about looks. You know what I mean? Like I completely understand that looks are a big part and you, you know, you need to be physically attracted to someone and have that spark, but you can also yeah, build that exactly attraction to actually who they are as a person. And um, and I did, I did re-download it and, and, and give it another go, you know, and I do swipe every now and then, but I'm not putting that energy out there where I sit there on a Sunday night endlessly mm. swiping, trying to find someone because I just don't, I don't think it's, it's the, you know, the platform to be able to do that. But like I say, you know, same as me, a lot of my friends have met their significant others on dating apps. And I mean, as well, dating mm. apps are a mm. minefield mm. among themselves at the moment as well like back in the day it was plenty of fish and that was it yeah now you've got like plenty of fish tinder hinge (laughs) bumble like all of these other apps and i'm like oh no 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 like you you know it's it it turns into like a part-time job or it can (laughs) yeah and then it consumes your evening and i think that actually you'll be more likely to find the perfect man and find that fairy tale if you spend those evenings and that spare time you have dating yourself, doing your affirmations, doing the work versus swiping and liking. 100%, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, and as I said, more power to you if you enjoy tinder i I don't have time for it (laughs) and that's because i don't make time for it because i don't enjoy it you know i everyone has time to do anything they want to do but i don't enjoy it and i know that i am just gonna spend my spare time looking after me and the right person will come along at some point and if they don't i will Mm -hmm. be fine yeah completely completely so i think you know putting the yeah. work in like we said is really really important compromising when you are with that person mm. that you find that complements your life um is also important because nothing's gonna yeah we're sitting here saying we still believe in the fairy tale that doesn't mean we're yeah. gonna ride off to the sunset and never ever have a row like of course you're gonna have yeah. a row with someone yeah. when you're together like we're human and you know emotions are high and stuff like that but what the difference is when you're in that relationship is if you do have an argument or you do have a row is that you understand mm. that that does not make you any mm. less whole or complete or strong. It's just actually yeah. you need to kind of look at the compromise part yeah. of it as well, I think is really important. And then if you are unhappy, like we said at the start, if you are unhappy and like you're in a relationship and you are unhappy, you should never feel scared to mm. leave because you're scared of being on your own. Being on your own can be the, the best, most wonderful journey that you could ever go on and make you like the best version yeah. of yourself. So if you are listening to this and you are in a relationship that you're scared to leave because you're scared yeah. of being on your own, 
trust us and you know you I think everyone deserves fine. to be happy and I remember someone said that to me once like when my mum and dad were getting divorced and someone said to me everyone deserves to be happy and I was like wow that was a turning point from me being so angry at my mum for leaving my dad to like she deserves to be happy too and it literally changed the the my mum mm. is like a very successful woman in her own right but the thing I'm most proud of her for is even after 26 years of being married, having the strength to leave because she wasn't happy. And that is something I'm most proud of my mum for, is not giving up on her happiness. And, Mm. you know, it was really hard, but she did it after, you know, your lives become so entwined and entangled with 26 years, but she did it. And that is the thing that I am most proud of her for, is not giving up on her happiness. Yeah, completely. Mm. I think it, you know, it shows real strength um, and courage to be able to do something like that. And I think in that situation as well, you know, your mum would have felt the pressure from everyone else around Mm. her Mm. as well, you Mm. know, from family and everything like that. So, and everyone does deserve to be happy, whatever that happiness looks like for you, everyone deserves to find it. And I think that you know, you need to make the steps and do the work to be able to yeah, find your happiness. Yeah, and realistically, if you're that unhappy in a relationship, it. I guarantee your partner is too, whether they whether they are, you know, whether they are pretending that they're yeah. not happy, <laughs> that they are happy or not, that I guarantee how can, you know, it be that misguided? Like, I know my dad can't have really been happy, you know? It, it just can't. It doesn't work. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're feeling like that in your relationship, I guarantee yeah. your partner is probably underneath it or they might not even realize yeah. it themselves but you know there's something lacking there for both of you yeah and I think like in those relationship situations you become you can mm. become dependent on one another as well and I think it's really important to even when you are in True. a relationship to keep that independence um because that mm. independence is what makes you an individual and everyone deserves to be their yeah, own person 100%. and happy as yeah. an individual. I don't think I have much more to say. <laughs> I was going to say, I yeah. think, you know, let's let's leave it there. And hopefully, you know, anyone listening to this, I hope that we've kind of compelled yeah. some people to think that maybe yeah. they want to start doing the work. Yeah. If they're feeling some kind of way, um, then absolutely go for it. And of course, if you do have, any questions when it comes to kind of doing the work as Chloe and I have both said you know we've both been there we've both had that experience in it do feel free just to drop us a message um follow us on Instagram so I'm I'm at at Heather Steele coaching coaching. (laughs) yeah we like to keep it nice and simple for you all (laughs) date yourself learn to love yourself first and everything will fall into place yeah and it might not fall into place how you think it will like completely agree I'm going into my 31st year that's nine ten years of being single but you know what that even it's been the last year year and a half that I've learned the most about myself and I've realized Mm, not mm -hmm. to settle not to um pretend that the red flags are there and date myself and love myself first and I guarantee I know that in the next five years or some I'll be in a completely different place and I'm, I might have met the guy I might not have but I'll be happy yeah agree completely I think that like you say biggest take homes is learn to mm. you know do the work learn to date yourself yeah and don't settle you don't have to settle and Mm. you don't need to feel that pressure from society 
do do the work mm-hmm. and love yourself and like we say if you've got any questions just drop us a message we're always more than happy to help yes. you <laughs> as you can tell we like to chat <laughs> amazing well we'll yes, see you all sure. I'm looking forward next to it. time we've got some other great topics i know and i'm gonna go and drink my box of wine Definitely. for my birthday from me <laughs> you treat yourself girl Bye. <laughs> take care